Hi there, my name is Eli, and you're listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast, hosted by my big bro, Nate Burdeen, where he speaks about the now generation, Jesus, and everything in between. Enjoy the show, and thanks for watching. Yo, welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Yo, this is like four days within an episode of dropping. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. I just want to talk about in this episode, we're going to talk about something I like to call the great tension. And now there's a lot of great tensions in our lives. There's a lot of great tensions in the church. There's a lot of great tensions everywhere in families. Like there's just, there's always a topic in a family, whether it be in in the faith and whatever it is that we just don't like to talk about, right? We we all have one. There's always that one thing that we just don't want to talk about. And I'm going to talk about the great tension that I have in my life uh, and that I've had constantly in my life. But before we get to that, I want to talk about two things. First is, I've just finished my junior year of college, and I got two A's, and I finished with, like, just the best grades I've ever gotten in school ever. Two A's. I got 100% on both my finals. Like, I was, I'm ecstatic. And I think the reason being is because school has always come tough to me, but this is what I'm realizing about school. Man, when you are studying things that you enjoy, everything just feels better. You know what I mean? Like everything just feels just like you, for me, I felt whole because I'm studying about theology and the spirit and all these things. And I'm like, dang, these things are tight. But I, I lost those things when it came to math and, and, and science. I loved history, but I did enjoy the other things. And so just saying like with school, like if you are in school right now, because this is the Youth of the Nation podcast finish strong finish well because i am a guy that does not do school well uh, that just doesn't didn't do school well and in this i finished well at least i think i finished well i hope i finished well and so i mean you can't you can't you can't judge that i did finish well so i'm super excited and hey if you're out there finishing school finish strong finish well and whatever you're finishing as the summer comes as you're wrapping it up, make sure that you finish it strong. We're called as believers to finish. I mean, that's what we do. That's what we've been called to do. So what are you going to do? Are you going to finish strong? Or are you going to finish kind of, eh, you know, I don't know. Because I think we as believers, we got to know that we are called, that we must finish strong. So if you're in school, finish strong. Second. Uh, I just want to talk about Lakers, the fourth pick in the NBA draft. LeBron, let's go. Frank Vogel, let's go. Jason Kidd, let get it. Anyway, it's going to take a long time for the Lakers to get good, but I think next year is the year. Next year is the year. Uh, so I'll still be rocking my LeBron jersey in the summer because LeBron's the GOAT. And I want to hear nothing against it. And anyway, so LeBron's doing great. Le- LeBron's doing phenomenal. And I don't really have that many introductory topics that I want to get into. Nothing super crazy. Um, a lot of stuff going on in, 
culture and pop culture and internet culture, but I don't know if you guys care about that, so I won't talk about those things. But I got a lot of good feedback from my episode with Bree uh, from last week, and you guys were just so responsive to it. Uh, for from a black woman to share her struggles and a black woman to share what she goes through in the church. I think you guys did such a great job commenting and giving feedback on that conversation. And then also people asking questions. I heard this quote today. It says, I cannot claim to be educated if I do not educate myself. See, I don't claim to be super, super educated, but people who claim that they are educated, you got to teach that education that you have. We have to teach what we know. We can't just teach on accidentals or teach on, you know, like we must teach with the idea or learn with the idea that we're going to teach this stuff. Because if we're not learning, I mean, if we're just learning, we're not outputting that information back into society. What are we doing? Like, I mean, what are we doing? If we ain't moving, like, what are we doing? So we just got to keep on going, keeping it moving, like my boy Andy says, and educate, 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 educate. Let's get into. I'm gonna get into the great tension that I talk about uh, being a youth guy, being a youth leader, youth pastor. That I believe all of us face as youth leaders is this great tension. So hey, thank you guys again for checking out the episode. We're gonna get right into it. This is gonna be a short one, short episode, a quick one. But I want to talk about the great tension and why I believe as we as believers need to sit in the tension. No, that's okay to be in the tension. Go ahead and check out the ad. Yes, it's the Flipboard ad, and then we'll get right back to it. Lead well, young leader. What's the great tension? What's this tension that I'm talking about? What's this battle that we face? I think this tension, I think, now there's multiple of them, but I think the one that I'm talking about today is the tension of the work that we do and the call that we have. Now, I'm not just some guy that pays for sponsored ads on Instagram that's just putting words together so they sound good. I'm saying this because I think we truly need to talk about the work that we do and the call that we have. And I think the first thing that we we must understand is that we are also God's children. God doesn't just say that leaders or pastors are not his children. They just are also called to share and to and to and love the flock that is God's children. But this doesn't mean that we are not supposed to be close and intimate with God. Now, I know you're saying, no, no, I understand that. But what I've found is that the great tension is that we say, well, I preach every week and I talk about God every week and I do this every week and I do this every week. Do I really have to do this much? But can I tell you something? The great tension, the great battle that we face is that there is an enemy who literally is looking at you like prey because when we get weak, when we get tired, he comes and he attacks and he bites and he bites hard and he does not care about who's waiting or who's watching. The enemy doesn't care. The enemy doesn't pull punches. See, now the great tension is the job and the call. And what I'm saying is that what you do for work, the ministry that you do, 
It's the ministry that you do. But may we know that we are called to love Jesus first before we love the actions that we do. And I would even argue, are we loving Jesus first before we do the work that we do? This is the tension that I face. Because so often I get into the groove of this is what I have to do this week and this week and this week. And this isn't denouncing any ministry. I'm, not, I'm actually not going to say a ministry's name. But I get into the constant rotation of this is what I have to do. This is what I have to do. And then this is what happens. I lose my talk with God. I don't dive into his word. But I have to preach next one. You know, and like everything happens so quick. I forget to have intimacy with my father. I talked about this in staying close to the vine, but I want to talk about it when it comes to our job and our calling. And some of us are called to be pastors. Some of us are called to shepherd young people. Some of us are called to shepherd older people and shepherd a church. But can I tell you something? We are all called to be God's children. And we are all called, 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 we're all called to love God with everything of who we are. Not just a little bit, not just a tiny bit, but all of who we are. When we can love the Father with this kind of love, that's when I believe our job, it just works out. We don't get tired. We might get tired, but when we go to the Lord, right? When we go to that source, when we when we know our calling, before we're like, man, but my job, my pay. No, no, when we know our calling, this is when I believe we know who we truly are. And, and I fight this tension all the time. And I might be the only one. But I fight this tension again and again. Saying, this is what I do. So when people say, hey, what do you do? I get into just, you know, hey, I do social media. And then I get to talk once a week. But do we understand that the call what we do comes out of the call that we have. So I feel like so often when I'm talking to youth leaders, when I'm talking to youth pastors and they're explaining the job that they do, they explain it in a way that is not like it's the best job in the world. How many people's calling is to encourage, to love, to inspire the next generation? How many people? There's some people who hate kids. I'll never get it, but there is some people who don't enjoy kids. There's a tension there. And we have to fight it. We have to combat it. We have to combat it. Because whenever I see, whenever I hear Jesus talking or see in those scriptures, whenever I see Jesus talking to his disciples, it was, yo, Y'all come kick it. Can y'all come pray with me? We need to go pray. We need to go pray. We need to go pray. And right? And like, I just, when I look at calling, I, when I see Jesus look at the people that he's talked to and the people that he had conversations with and the people he healed, I can't help but think that he sat there and listened to these people's lives. And when he said, go and sin no more, he's putting a calling on these people's lives. God's put a calling on our lives. But so often we get stuck in the career portion of it, the job portion, that I believe we forget the call that we have. That when we come into ministry, we say, wow, man, I was ready to go. I was inspired to do this. 
And then a year down the road, two years down the road, we go, what am I doing? Am I even doing what I set out to do? Am I even doing what I set out to do? That's a question I ask myself again and again and again. But I think if we look at this scripture, I look at the scriptures, look at God, we can see that he always changes calling. And then that's where our career comes out of. For some of you, I might be off base. I might be super off base. But I just just think that if we can have a faith, we can have a life. That this great tension, right? This isn't the greatest tension, but I feel like for youth leaders, this is a great tension. What do I follow first? My my, my job or my calling? I believe we can follow our calling to follow. Our, all of our callings, right? We all have a calling to follow the Lord and to love him, to live a life that edifies and glorifies who he is. I believe then the greatness and our greatness in our careers and the numbers and everything we want can come great out of that. Now, it sounds like a little bit of prosperity right there, but I don't mean it to sound like this. What I mean it to sound like is that, man, when we have closeness with the father, ministry is just better. Life is just better. The job is better. The great tension can be healed by that. So what do we serve? Do we serve our calling or do we serve our job? Which one Which one do we do? Serve God. He's given you your calling. Walk in your calling. If you're in something that's not in your calling, what are you doing? Walk in your calling. Walk in that. And then the job you have should be, man, I love this. Because I'm walking on what God has called me to do. I sit here and I ask people, I'm like, why are you in an office job? Like, I know people who are in office jobs and they're like, man, I feel like God's called me to this. I'm like, you're a crazy person. I feel like God's called you to be in an office? I'm like, yeah, I really do feel like God's called me. I'm like, all right. And I've had someone explain it to me. I said, they said, you're doing the work that is done in the church. But there is people all over the world world that work in offices that don't get to know the love of Jesus because no one that is from our faith goes into there. My calling is to follow God. I walk in my calling by sharing the gospel to other people who are around me and my job happens to be in an office. I was shocked. I was like, you tripping, B. You are tripping. But when we can have a faith like that, we can have a faith like that. Stay close to the vine, right? We already talked about that. But when we have that great tension of, man, what do I follow? The calling or the job? Or what, do I, what do I follow? Follow Jesus. Jesus will give you your calling. And, yo, your job should be walking in your calling, your career, whatever you want to say. As far as I, I've had kids come to me, they go, Nate, what am I going to do with my life? I said, what do you think God's called you to do? I don't know. Well, well, let's figure that out first. Because don't just pick stuff because you just want to pick stuff. Pick stuff that you feel like God has called you to. Right? What's your why? Right? I ask that question every time I interview someone. What's your why? Why do you do what you do? If you can't answer that question, then what are you doing? You, pl- you pledge yourself. Answer that question of what's your why. And everything flows outside of that. It flows like a river. It's beautiful to see. It's absolutely beautiful. So there's a great tension in there. There's a great tension in there. But 
man, when we can have the life, when we can live a life that we say, yeah, there's tension. But what? Jesus got me. He's called me. He's called me. Then we can live, live a life of true fruit. True fruit. Hey, thank you guys for listening. This is a short episode. It's a 17-minute episode. Uh, I've got a lot of feedback that you guys like little short nuggets. So I'm going to throw little nuggets. And if you guys like longer ones, then let me know. And so that's what we're going to actually I'm going to put a poll on Instagram that says short or long. But I tried the short episode right here. Then the longer, so like 25 to 30, 40 minutes. But hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast. Hey, the episode with Bree and I is is one of my favorite episodes, and we're going to be doing an interview here soon with a bunch of different people from different cultural backgrounds. And I'm going to be interviewing different cultures, different people, and just talking about their experience and what can we do as believers to deconstruct what we believed and what we believe about our lives and about the church. And because the church isn't bad, it's just it's just there's things that we can do better holistically to serve our people and our generation better. And our people better. Dang, that actually sounded kind of nice. I need to say that again. Anyway, thank you guys for checking out the Youth of the Nation podcast. We'll be back next week with a guest. You guys are the best. Peace.